Hey, Warwick. Hey, Michaela. Would you rather be buried or cremated? Um, what, alive or after I pass? After you pass. <laughs> I thought this might have been some sort of crazy, you know, torture no, no. experiment. No, no, just, uh, you know, get to know you. Get to know me. <laughs> I'm <laughs> um, look. I'll say cremated, although that's probably not even my choice, um, because I don't want to take up space in landfill. I don't want to contribute to the landfill problem, and it's it's actually quite a problem. Mm. There's a fascinating fact for you. you Would you like your ashes spread anywhere in particular? Uh, chucked in the ocean. Oh, okay. Love the ocean. Mm. My star sign's Cancer, so I'd actually be happy just to be pushed off the side of a boat. Okay. And pollute the ocean instead of the land. <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Welcome back to the Tradies Business Show, where we're dealing with the big environmental <laughs> issues like my body polluting the ocean. <laughs> wouldn't it be Wouldn't it be shit if I got pushed off the side of a boat as part of my, you know, committing my body to the earth um, thingamajig? Yep. And uh, and I got washed up on a popular bathing beach or something. <laughs> anyway, I do have. I don't know if people. this is an appropriate story, but we did. Um, spread some ashes of a very close family member. This is going to be good. Into uh, water, <clears throat> except they wouldn't wash away. Uh, <laughs> floated on the top. No, no, they stayed on the beach for a few days. Oh, the water just no. never came and grabbed them all. <laughs> so we kept going over and <laughs> they were still in the spot. So oh, it was... That's terrible. Sorry, whoever whoever's ashes those were. I'm sorry, I was just laughing about that. I know, yeah. but it was quite like... Oh, what do we do now? They're still there. Yeah, quick, kick them back in the water. Cover them up with sand or something. <laughs> Warning, if you're going to put ashes in water, go out in a boat. Go right out the Yeah, back. don't do them from the shore. Check the prevailing breezes first. That's it. So let's, um, let's get slightly on topic, Michaela. Um, funny named business we're chatting to today, and uh, I couldn't help myself. I had to ask. I know you rolled your eyes at me. but Well, uh, no, I was interested to know as well. No, oh, so you just let me ask the stupid question. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, it wasn't stupid. So um, we chat today to uh, the brother and sister who have founded an app called Werble. W-U-R-B-L-E, Werble. Uh, sounds like wobble, but Werble. <clears throat> anyway, uh, that wasn't even a dad joke. No. I've I just tried got, to make a dad joke. I've just yet. moved on, as you can see. All right, please. So this is a great app. It's a, a way to connect tradies with tradies. It's like a, a trade professional network. It's like a tradies dating service. It is. It is. Kind of. It is. And, well, you show pictures of your work and you yep. like. And, yeah. yeah. So it's like Tinder for tradies. Tinder maybe. for tradies. I bet, I bet Nick and Alex are stoked that we're referring to it as Tinder for tradies. Hey, we should trademark that in case they use it in their byline or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and g'day, Nick and Alex, if you listen this far. Um, I apologise. For Michaela, uh, I think it's quite clever. But uh, <laughs> anyway, hey, we should on. we should be in content marketing. Yeah, what is clever is this app. Yes, yeah, much much cleverer than we are. I can tell you that. And we really do talk about the importance of visuals in your um, marketing, especially being in the trade and construction industry. Uh, we've lost it. Let's just roll with the interview. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> And joining us in the Tradies Business Show studio, well, via Skype 
today, the wonders of modern technology, is Nick and Alex from Werbel, uh, and we'll <laughs> explain what that is to our listeners more in a minute, but welcome to the show, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Our pleasure. Uh, Michaela's here too. Hi, Michaela. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes Warwick forgets about me. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty unforgettable. I know. But uh, welcome, guys. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what's Werbel all about. Yeah, so we're a brother and sister team. Um, so we, we both have a technology background, but we're probably the only people in our whole family that aren't tradies. So we're kind of the, the black sheep in the family. <laughs> or smart ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. And um, <laughs> I wouldn't say that around them. Uh, <laughs> um, so, and, so, yeah, we've grown up with um, like literally hearing about all the challenges in the industry. But uh, that's not really what triggered Werbel. So about two years ago, I decided to renovate my house. And I happened to do that at the same time I had a baby due, as you do, yeah. which is kind of crazy. Um, but through that experience, I, um, I found two great chippies um, that I spent a lot of time with on site. Um, and from that came, a, you know, I realized a bunch of things, uh, which really sparked the idea for Werbel. Um, so the, the first one was... Um, the guys are really excellent at what they did, um, but you'd never find them online. So I, I happened to find them by chance through a friend of a friend. Um, but, you know, when I was talking to them on site, like they were virtually non-existent online. Um, and even like they literally didn't even have a business card. Um, and so, you know, I thought, oh, that was interesting in itself. Like these guys are really great at what they did. But if you like, there's a lot of people these days that literally go to online as the default. That's the de facto yep. place to find people that you, you'd never find these guys. Yeah, right. Um, and the second thing I realized was they had great photos of their work on their phone, um, and they're really proud of that. Like they, I just remember them showing me the photos; um, their faces would light up when they'd talk through the different uh, jobs jobs they had done. But it was kind of awkward because it was mixed in with a lot of their personal stuff on their phone. <laughs> um, so like, Hopefully, not too awkward. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing like, yeah, um, below brow, but, um, you know, it was kind of, that, that triggered an initial thought for the app, which was sim quite simply to take your camera roll and turn it into a really slick portfolio of your work um, that you could share with your clients on the go and also we'd auto-generate a website for you. So that was kind of like the initial idea for the app. It came out of that experience. Um, and then as the renovation progressed, um, we hit a real snag because they had to bring in a tiler and a gyp, rock, a gyp rocker um, and they couldn't, um, they weren't available basically. So they, you know, they work with a set of guys that um, on a repeat basis and they, they really struggled to find an alternative um, and they didn't want to go pluck someone out of the yellow pages. They didn't feel comfortable doing that. So they ended up working um, weekends to catch up for the lost time and I was super grateful for that because um, we, we were trying to finish the renovation by the time the baby was due. Um, but out of that I realized that um, there's a problem there. So, you know, connections in the industry is super important um, but there's always situations where you need to find someone um, and you can't because they're busy. And so where does a tradesperson or a builder go when they actually need to find a subcontractor? There isn't really a you know a great solution for that, so that's really what got us excited um, and led us to create Werbel, which is a professional network solely focused on connecting tradies with each other um, and helping them build their reputation in the industry. Yeah, right. 
So I'm fascinated, guys. Uh, the name Werble. Uh, <laughs> how the heck did you come up with that? And does it have some significance or something? Um, I don't know how many times I've been asked that. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a um, lot more, I can tell you. I'm a bit random. Like, I don't have a great story about how we came oh, okay. up with it. Um, no, we basically it means to burble about work. So we kind of just mixed those two words yeah. together and came up with that word. Yeah, and um, it's super tricky these days to actually find a domain name that isn't taken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah it's yeah. like it's the it's. I think one of the most trickiest parts about actually starting a new business, also you know, just finding that domain name that's available. And of course, Webble.com.au that was yeah. available. <laughs> nice, nice. Great. And so, how long since you've you've launched the app? Um, how long since that that happened, and, and how's it been going? Yeah, so we launched in late June, um, and we've just been we've been blown away by the just the engagement in the app. So we've got about sixteen hundred users at the moment that are active in the app, um, and we're growing at about one hundred users a week. Um, and you know, there's there's a couple of key features of that that are popular so the one i mentioned earlier which is just um, picking photos of your work and turning it into a slick looking portfolio um and the other key feature is really a, we've we've got an activity feed that shows you um work being posted in your area so we're finding users uh, really engaged with that just coming back into the app just to, for two reasons one just out of professional interest like if you're a carpenter you're really interested in seeing what other carpenters are doing mm. Um, and the other part of it is from a professional networking point of view. So you might be looking to hire someone or you're just looking to build up your contacts for, for you know, one day you might need to hire someone. It's just a really good way of kind of meeting people so, um, Nick, in an industry. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> so it'd be great for, uh, you know, our newer tradies who maybe don't have that network of other trades that they can, you know, like you were saying about the plasterer or a tiler or whatever. Yeah, so I can use your app instead of hanging out at the local pub. Yeah, cool. We actually, yeah, that's kind of like one of the one of the scenarios we've observed a lot is that um, people in the industry like working for someone, but they actually start doing work on the weekends or start building up their own work yep. space. There's a big jump from uh, working for someone to actually going out on your own and 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 starting to build your own client base and network of people that you can rely on. And so we're finding you know, a lot of people in that situation are using our app also to just start to build their contacts and promote their work. And so it's just um, an app on the phone. It's not web-based, is it? It's it's made no, re- yeah, it's deliberately no. made easy for them. While that's on the right. Job and site. like that's kind of one of our key decisions early on. We we knew that like <clears throat> you know, Trady's phone is kind of their business center. Yep. You think of it that way, and so like everything happens off the phone. We didn't see them coming home and sitting on a desktop and, and, and using like our experience. Um, what we find is most users are using their phones to um, conduct business and they use our app throughout the day to take photos of their work um, or while they're in their car on the way home or while they're in the train. There's all sorts of scenarios where the phone is really handy for that. So yeah, we made a key decision to basically go mobile only. I have to, sorry, Michaela, I have to share a funny um, anecdote about that whole thing of using the phone as their business tool. Uh, I'm working with a client at the moment and a couple of his team members are stuck on a paper diary. <coughs> and so what they do, because they won't use the uh, the cloud-based calendar 
uh, within their smartphone, these guys write out their paper diary, take a photo of it, send it through to the <laughs> office, and then the guys in the office are having to like pinch and zoom their paper diary photo so they can see where they're at every day. <laughs> so they've got some work to do, but uh, yeah, it's it's definitely um, you know it's become like a, a you know a third arm is the smartphone for tradies. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense, right? Like the last thing I want to do is go home and sit on a desktop and do their paperwork Yeah, yeah. Um, when they get home, right, after a day's work. So, yeah, totally. Like we, yeah. And, I mean, it's also capturing, you know, when they, they've finished the job and they're really proud and it looks great, you know, actually capturing that moment so that they can then use it in their marketing because, you know, the visuals are so important and we'll get to that. But the, So it's free to use, is that correct? Yeah. Free yeah, at the moment. Yeah. Excellent, great. So anyone out there can use it, upload your work. And so what, what are some of your tips um, for making the most out of your profile? Yeah, so like as you said, just in the moment sharing your work um, and taking those photos. I mean, I think people underestimate the power of, um, you know, taking pictures of your work and sharing that. Um, like it builds a lot of confidence uh, with people looking to hire and with consumers also, um, and it gives them a real feel um, for what for what your skills are and what you've done in the past. Yeah, and I think it's um, also important to actually show progress of work on a job because I think that brings the storytelling of what you're doing. Um, it also helps sell your skills as a, as a tradie um, and build trust with potential customers and, and employers. Yeah, for sure. It's such a visual... Um uh, purchase, I guess, for people, you know, anything to do with their house or yard for landscaping or whatever. It's like yeah. the decisions are made yeah. based on what things look like or are likely to look like. So it's hard for a lot of consumers, I find, to wrap their head around, well, this is what your kitchen's going to look like. They just can't imagine it because they don't work in that space. Yeah. yeah. So, and what, you know, one of the challenges is a lot of like tradies, for example, set up a website, but it, they're actually quite hard to keep up to date. So you'll find like, a lot of trades have websites, but they're stale and they're out of date and they don't have the latest projects they've uploaded. Mm. <coughs> and it's simply because it's hard to update them. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, it, and, and so it's a missed opportunity. When, you know, when people are looking at uh, your profile, you want them to see all the projects you've been doing. And if it feels like it's, it's current and active, then um, it helps your brand. And so I'm sure you see thousands of, of photos going up. What do you think makes it a good photo as far as showcasing a job? Um, it, it, I think it depends on the, the audience you're targeting. Um, like in our platform, because at the moment it's tradies to tradies, um, progress of showing the actual progress of the work from, you know, from start to finish is a great thing just to show the process you've gone through. Um, and also, certain close-ups are a great thing. So, just to show your workmanship. Um, sometimes it's difficult to assess workmanship based on photos, particularly in the finishing trades. But we, you know, great photos are ones that um, show a mix of close-ups, before and after, um, and kind of tell a story of the whole renovation as opposed to what it just looks at, like at the end. Yeah, and it's really um, interesting that you touch on the point of storytelling because I think that's yeah. such an avenue of communication that this industry doesn't particularly use uh, and they yeah. have so many stories to tell, but they're just not telling those stories out there and that's what engages people. So it's great that you're creating a medium where at least trade to trade they can sort of tell that story and share that journey. 
So, you know, again, we're touching on the importance of visuals in trading marketing and, um, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about Instagram, for example, on the show because it is such a great way to get, I guess, to the consumers um, as well as other trades. But it's, again, that rise in the visuals and the importance of photos. And I know you guys are really active on Instagram as well, promoting the jobs that um, – your members have showcased and so have you found using something like Instagram to promote your business in this trade industry? Yeah well it's interesting you mentioned kind of marketing and Instagram because that's actually even though we have a technology background that's that's been our biggest challenge Um, and it's challenging because the landscape of social media is really complicated and it's it's really time consuming although we found in the long run that it really pays off um, and we've also learned that it's a really slow burn and it actually takes time um, to build and see results. I guess the main thing is, especially with Instagram, is that you have to be really committed and diligent in posting content and posting stuff that's actually relevant to your business and audience um, and in a way that's authentic and not too kind of salesy. Mm. Um, we've also learned that, you know, interruptive marketing, which means essentially advertising that you paid to deliver to an audience is not always the best way to find, um, new customers. Like it helps you get your name out there at the start and can deliver instant results, but it, it is really expensive and unreliable. Um, so I think it's worth it to actually put time and energy into social media because it can, um, result in, in, you know, more kind of authentic customers. So where would you see guys, uh, you know, we're talking about Instagram and some of the other, um, I guess, bigger at the moment, um, social media streams. Where would Werbel fit in with, you know, say there's a, a tradie listening to the show now, you know, Michaela and I have been banging on about <clears throat> you've got to do Instagram and we've talked about Facebook and LinkedIn for tradies and all this sort of stuff. Like where does this fit into someone's overall strategy from your perspective? Yeah, so if you think of so Instagram is it's kind of like when you're posting on Instagram, you're posting to the world, and so it's not it's not that targeted in in a lot of ways. So you, there is a lot of noise on there. So you you might post a photo of your project and get likes from someone in Canada, <laughs> right? And like that's nice, but it's not really you know it's not really going to help your business getting likes from someone in Canada, yep, um, or getting the attention of someone in Canada. So. Werbel's different in that it's it's really focused on um, promoting your business to other people in the trade in your local area. So when you post something on our platform, uh, the people seeing it are the people in your nearest vicinity. So your um, your reach is much more focused on people that are relevant to your business in the trade. Mm. Um, when you think about LinkedIn, LinkedIn is really more designed for office workers and knowledge workers. It wasn't really designed for construction professionals. You can reach an audience there in terms of consumers um, that you're targeting or more commercial outfits, but it's not really designed for sharing content and promoting um, your skills in the trade. It's, it's more of a, uh, you know, a knowledge worker platform. Yep, yep. So we, we kind of look at Instagram as it's a great place to reach consumers and we're, we're, we're a great place to reach other trade businesses and builders and other construction professionals. Mm. And do you see, what, I, mean, I guess, what's the, what's the future Werbel? What are you trying to get to? Is it something in the future that you may look at? It's then trade to consumer as well, or you're really going to yeah, at this stage? So. Um, yeah. You know, at this stage, we're focused on purely the trades, but we think eventually we'll open up 
to consumers. Um, look, our key differentiator is just the richness of the projects that people are posting, just the the photos the um, and the location information we've got. <coughs> Excuse me. We can we can show a uh, we can create a great consumer experience that's really relevant. Probably similar to something like House, um, but much more uh, designed for the local market. But at the moment, we're just purely focused on the um, trades. Great. And so a lot of our traders obviously work in, in family businesses with um, either their brothers, sisters, um, husbands, husbands, babes, fathers, sons, daughters. So you guys are a brother and sister working together. So what kind of, uh, you know, A, should you do it, and B, uh, tips for working together with family members? We just, we just want you to tell us about the fights you've had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, um, not as many as I expected. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's it's actually great. Like, it's great working with family because there's an inherent trust um, yeah. that's there, and there's a great openness in terms of we just tell each other what yeah, we think. Yeah, I think that's that's my favorite thing about working with my brother is that I can just be completely honest and kind of not worry about you know hurting anyone's feelings or anything like that. <laughs> which, I guess can, which I guess can also backfire. But who's who's yeah. older? Who's the oldest? Um, Nick's the older brother. Oh, okay. He's six years older than me. So. Yeah, right. So do you ever get the baby sister thing, you know, where he just pulls rank on you? Or? Oh, yeah. You know, there's the occasion, but they're not. Oh, it's both ways. Um, it's <laughs> you just chuck a tantrum, Alex, and it's I all good. I pop it in return all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Call your parents into referee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how did, how did it come about? How did you guys actually, I mean, apart from the fact that you're obviously related, um, what was behind the decision for you two to work together? Well, you know, it was when I was, like I was saying at the start, when I was doing the Renault and I was, and I was talking to my sister about the problem and then we kind of decided, okay, well, let's do it. Let's go do a little bit of extra research together. So we decided to do that together. So we went out and talked to about 30 tradies, mm-hmm. um, um, about their own unique circumstances. And we kind of, we were still working at the time. We decided to do that just to validate, um, that we were onto something. Um, and from that, just working together on that research and coming up with some of the prototypes, we both decided to um, to pursue it. Yeah, and I guess we also both work in parallel industries um, that relate to each other. Like my background's in design and his is in, in tech, so it kind of made sense to work together because we, we have those two things that are needed to kind of uh, develop an app like this. Yeah, cool, cool. So I'm sure in having a startup, you've come up with many challenges. What are some of the the biggest challenges that you're facing um, with your business? Um, I guess, like, as I was mentioning before, it'd be um, marketing. Um, and I guess it's kind of that thing of getting fed up with investing time and money into paid marketing. Hmm. Um, and, and, you know, when we had done that and failed kind of several times, that really pushed us to develop our audiences organically on social media. And, you know, literally after we invested that time into that, um, we found that that made a massive change and we literally started to double the amount of customers coming into our platform um, and those customers were much more high value in the sense that they were contributing really great stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely been the biggest challenge, trying to kind of figure out that marketing landscape. Yeah, I know both Warwick and I have, um, you know, in the past marketed to tradies and they're buggers to reach sometimes. They really are. Yeah. <laughs> 
there are really kind well, of difficult niche markets to find. And one of the things we didn't want to do is actually pick up the phone and, and call them. We, we already yeah. know they're bombarded with you know, calls all the time um, for different products. And we, we kind of thought, you know, that's a really, that's not the way to, best way to reach them. So we've steered clear of that and focused on just content marketing and, and focusing on our social media. Because it is interesting that, you know, they're such a time-poor industry that they don't necessarily read, they don't check their emails regularly, they don't have time to look on the little They do web. listen to podcasts, though. They so do. G'day to all of our <laughs> listeners. We're talking about you as you're driving around in your ute listening to us. Uh, so it is interesting that, you know, it, it's it's demonstrating to our listeners as well that traditional mediums of advertising and promotion isn't necessarily working anymore. And it's how important yeah. this organic, you know, things like social that do take time and you don't see immediate return on investment actually are now starting to really pay off. And like you guys are saying, you know, your organic tactics are, are providing much more successful. Yeah. yeah. Often, often the best... You know, the best things are free, actually. Like, a, a lot of this is free. It's it's more about consistency and, and commitment. So it's literally, you know, five, you know, if you're a tradie, five minutes a week, just take some photos of your work, set up a web account, set up an Instagram account, start posting, start interacting. You can do that for five minutes a week. And over the long term, you, you, you know, you, you're going to be better off. You're going to see opportunities come out of it. It might take a while. It's almost- um, But, it's, you know, it's not much to put in. Sorry, Nick. It's almost like just just on that little uh, that little thread there about uh, you know it's not direct response marketing so much. It's it's about the slow burn, um, even a lower dollar investment potentially. You know, yeah. the the old days uh, of of marketing was branding. You know, you had to you had to have big budgets, your TV, radio, like this big reach, yeah. newspaper ads, um, and then it's almost like. It's gone through, uh, you know, metamorphosis into direct response, so pay per click and those sorts of mediums where you you could measure your bang for buck. And it, and it seems now to be this emerging trend of platforms where it's more back to that whole engagement thing. But you don't need a big budget to do it and to build a brand presence. Yeah, yeah. Would you yeah, s- I mean, I think I think people get the challenge is people get discouraged because they don't see that instant response. Yeah, and so you know, a lot of people I think actually get discouraged. You know, they do it for a couple of weeks, and they you know they go, oh, okay, well I haven't got any customers out of it, so I'm not going to bother anymore. And that's I think that's the challenge for people to you know stick to it um, and just just create a plan around it where you're doing it on a weekly basis, but you're committing a small amount of time, um, and just to stick to it over the long term. That's the, I think that's the big challenge. Are there any ways to actually um, get feedback on whether those strategies are working? Because I suppose if I if I put myself in the shoes of, of somebody listening to the show, they might be thinking, okay, so you want me to invest another five minutes a week, I'm already flat out, da-da-da. How do I know if this is actually doing anything for me? And I suppose from my perspective as a, a consultant and a marketer myself, I'm always looking for, all right, well, how can we measure the impact of this? It might be yeah. more indirect, but is there? have you guys got any tips on that? Yeah, so... So just to use an example on our platform. So on our platform, when you post projects, you, you see the amount of people viewing projects. So we give you that information. And it's also obvious when people are connecting with you or you're getting a phone call out of a platform, it's pretty obvious that where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess if you look at Instagram, it's, it's kind of the same. You get the feedback because you see people liking you. And, you know, if you ever get a customer lead, you can always ask them, you know, you know where did you find out about me as a way to 
to simply track what, um, what's coming through Instagram. Yeah, because we had um, Taryn Thomas on and her husband um, in a recent episode, and they've got a joinery business, and they were saying that um, her Instagram um, activity, you know, they can directly result to two major jobs worth hundreds of yeah. thousands of dollars. So for them, they get a really good return on it, and they know, you know, they're consistent and they're constantly doing it, but and they've only started doing, it, but already because they're consistent and, and putting up good pictures and in interacting that they've already had that investment pay off. So they know indirectly yeah, yeah. that that strategy is working for them. The other thing to stay clear of on Instagram is like a lot of people um, fall into the trap of just buying likes or, or, or getting collecting a lot of followers that aren't relevant, as in they're not really potential customers. And so that kind of gives you a short-term benefit of your Instagram profile looks really good, but you're actually building the wrong audience behind your Instagram account. That's right, That's, and, you know, and it's like you really um, want to stay away from that, yeah. uh, and really just focus on reaching people in your area that are actually potentially could become customers, and that. That's the real challenge with Instagram because it's global. You know, you get all sorts of people uh, interacting with your account that are potentially be a waste of time. It's almost like the geographic targeting in Facebook. Sorry to mention a a different platform, but it's it's like you can just narrow it down to just tradies, just in your area, and just the ones where you like their photos. (laughs) Yeah, and that's that's kind of what we're focused on doing at Werbel. You know, we're really focused on this geographic um, relevance. And also profession relevance. So when you're, you know, when you're in our platform, you're seeing people that are in your area, in trades that are relevant to your trade, um, and, and you know, so that just greatly increases the likelihood of, um, you know, there being a valuable connection there. So guys, you, uh, you know, you've thought this out. It sounds like a really cool platform. Um, I'm, I'm loving this. I think this is, uh, this is got huge potential and and uh not just blowing smoke but i'm looking for things like this for my clients on a on a regular basis where they can connect with people and actually create i guess you know mini communities uh that they can leverage uh within the trades and and uh, their industry what's the best advice you've been given so far i mean obviously you haven't had a good chat to michaela and i yet but uh (laughs) but what's the best bit of advice you've been given so far in business um well for me personally it's just hiring great people is the most important thing yeah um surrounding yourself with people smarter than yourself is like a critical factor particularly in the technology business uh, when you start to want to scale and grow the business it becomes like you know that's make or break. The first hire is a make or break hire. Um, I imagine it's similar if you're running a, um, a carpentry business, hiring great carpenters. It's a pretty similar thing. So, And I guess for me, it's like just do it, you know, less talk, more action. Just get out there and start doing things um, and making change um, for the better, for the positive. Yeah, I heard a great – I was listening to a Steph Godin interview who's one of my idols. He's a marketing genius. And uh, he said, you know, you're not a, an entrepreneur until you actually ship something. So actually yeah. just start producing and, and do something. Yeah. Mm. And uh, that makes all the difference then. Mm. Great stuff. Good good advice. So who, you guys, just out of interest, who would be your, you know, influencers or mentor? I, mean, I guess tech startups and reading about them is a little bit of a passion of mine. I don't know. I'm a bit of a nerd. But um, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> But I'd love to know who you guys sort of look up to in that, uh, whether in business or the tech startup space. Oh, look, I'm a I'm a big Steve Jobs fan. Yeah. Um, 
no doubt about that. Um, also, the guys behind Amazon, uh, what they've created there, it's pretty amazing. And I follow a lot of their content, what they write about, how they run Amazon, which is pretty inspiring. Um, but also, you know, just um, just the, the smaller people we've worked with over the years, also a great inspiration. And Alex, running small businesses. Alex, obviously you look up to Nick, but given that he's the older brother, he would be your mentor, wouldn't he? <laughs> Yeah, in, on some occasions. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Not I can't believe you got it too. <laughs> on air too. There you go. This he's is going out to the world. And he's going to play it back <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> that time you said I was your mentor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, thanks for joining us today. Um, and one last question we like to ask all our tradies now is if you had 100 tradies in the room, what would be one piece of advice you'd like to give them other than to go to Werbel and sign up? What other piece of advice would you like to give them? <laughs> I, look at, I think we've already, you know, what we said in the program, which is just don't underestimate the power of social media. You can do it with five minutes a week. Just start doing it um, and persevere. So don't give up if you don't, you know, all of a sudden get flooded with customer calls in week one. Um, <laughs> it's a long burn. It takes time, but um, just stick to it. And you, and you, in the long term, you'll 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 get something out of it. Yeah, and if you've also if you've got photos locked up in your camera roll, just get them out there. Um, and if you're not taking photos of your work at the mo- at the moment, start doing it tomorrow. Like you know, everyone's got a smartphone now. It's super easy to take a few quick snaps while you're working, um, and that will help you start building um, a story about your work. A, f- a funny. Um uh, well, it's not really a funny story, but not everyone has a smartphone that's a trader because my husband doesn't, and I get all <laughs> yeah. this stuff, and I'm like, dude, can you just like somehow get some photos from your work? Because he's got like none of his work because he's got all those old people Telstra phones, <laughs> you know, that are like, you know, have no camera, nothing. Um, so yeah, I, I find it really frustrating that I have to go to a job site with my phone and take photos of his work. But I think the general trading population, yes, do have smartphones. Oh, it's yeah. moving. You know? like, it's funny yeah. to say that because we had a Sparky we worked with early on that uh, he refused to upgrade to a smartphone because he just liked the physical keys. <laughs> right. literally, like, this was about eight months ago. He literally called me about two weeks ago. He was super excited because he bought an iPhone and he you know, help him install the app and, and get going on the app. So it's pretty funny. Yeah, so we, we we kind of thought uh, he's never going to get an iPhone, but even he's uh, upgraded. So yeah. Well, I I gave my husband one of my old iPhones because I'm always upgrading, and he lasted a day. And I'm like, you got to give it more time than that. But he's got one of these old phones. It's got the big numbers on it, but it also reads who's calling and the text messages so you know old people that can't oh, see it really is an old person yeah so his text messages all get read out on job sites so people are always sending him interesting texts so that they can hear it read out but oh dear, oh anyway dear. so everyone other than my husband should uh, yes. get on this app so how can they find out how can they get the app and is it available on apple and android phones yeah it's available on android and apple so if you just go to the App Store and search Werbel, it's W-U-R-B-L-E, um, or you can go to werbel.com.au and you can uh, follow the links there to download that. Awesome. Great. And we've told all our Toolkit members about it, and we know they've started joining up as well um, to see how they can utilize it as well in their marketing. Great. Cool. Cool. Well, thanks for uh, Skyping into the studio, guys. Uh, great to chat with you. Cool, cool tool i love the sound of this and uh i'm gonna go and join up and and just pretend to be a tradie because i just want to be a tradie (laughs) 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 um 
And, uh, yeah, listeners, uh, check it out, werbel.com.au, or just go to your uh, relevant app store. It's free to download. Thanks for coming in, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See ya. So, there you go. Werbel, funny name, serious app. Get on Uh, it. Yeah, I'm going to leave that alone, Michaela. Um, We also got Nick and Alex to stick around and give us some uh, ninja tips for our tradie listeners, that's you, on how to take photos that work, not just with Werbel, and you should definitely go check out Werbel uh, at their website, or best bet is actually go to the App Store or <clears throat> whatever the equivalent is on an Android phone, um, the App Store. But, uh, yeah, how to take photos with your smartphone. So uh, they shared some tips on that about lighting and what sort of stuff works, and we stuck that in the Tradies Business Toolkit for oh, our Toolkit members. We are mean. Oh, aren't we just? So if we you're listening are. to this going, oh, you got me all excited, and now you're telling me I have to be a member of this thingy, you know what? It costs you a dollar. Yeah, get over it, a dollar. So um, you pay a buck, you can access that, but there's also a whole bunch of other extended interviews that we've done since we started the show that are sitting there that you can access whenever you like, and you get access to some templates and stuff, and also our private Facebook group, which um, we have lots of people sharing lots of stuff in there. It's very cool. Um, and great to see that community growing. So a dollar for the first 30 days, and then 27 bucks a month after that. Just go to tradiesbusinesstoolkit.com, and you can grab the uh, exclusive content with Nick and Alex from Werbel, along with a whole bunch of others. Yep. So uh, thanks for joining us, and... Uh, have a great few days. We'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.